Eka is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a Fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we're joined by Julia, Agat and Abhijit, all international student ambassadors here at Liu. Today, we will be talking about why we chose Sweden and more specifically, Linköping University. My name is Rebecca and let's start the Fika. Welcome everyone. Hey, Hello. thank you for coming today. So the topic of today's episode is pretty straightforward, which is why we chose Linköping University. But I would like to start with everyone saying what program they're studying first. So let's start with Julia. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Julia. I study at the International Bachelor's Program, actually, and it's called Experimental and Industrial Biomedicine. So um, this is Agat, and I'm studying uh, design uh, in a master program. I'm Abhijit, and I'm studying a master's course in statistics and machine learning. Nice. Uh, when did you come to Sweden? How long ago? Summer 2019. So quite a long time ago, since my bachelor's is actually three years long. And so our only bachelor's program, international bachelor's program. Yes, we do have the sort of like fitting international master's program in biomedicine as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, for now, I'm, I'm just doing the bachelor's here. And you two came pretty recently, right? Yes, a yeah. couple of months back. I arrived in August uh, this year. Me too. All right, so still everything's still pretty fresh in your mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you all from? Are you from far away or close by? Should I start? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay, uh, pretty close by. Northern parts of Germany. Um, it's about a 11 hours train ride, so pretty casual, I would say. Did you come by train? Yes, I did. And I regret it because I, I might have packed a little too much <laughs> and I had to carry it all the way to Sweden. Um, well, you learn. You learn, exactly. <laughs> so what about so you? I'm a bit further away, but not that far. I'm from uh, France, from the Alps. And I also came by train. So it's like, I know also the time is 28 <laughs> hours and a half. So not that much longer. Oh, wow. Very, and very close. Just 10 hours by flight. <laughs> and I don't have an option of train. Uh, just kidding. I come from India and that's uh, pretty far. Did you fly to Lean Shopping Airport or? I, I, my flight was not directly to Lean Shopping, but uh, it was a connecting flight. I went to Amsterdam first and uh, it had a layover of eight hours. Like I had my flight from India to Amsterdam for eight hours, then layover of eight hours. Then again from Amsterdam to Lynn Shopping. So I came directly to Lynn Shopping, but through Amsterdam. That's intense. But honestly, that's a really cool fact about Lynn Shopping that we have our own airport. Yeah, it's tiny. But yeah, there's right. like only one flight from Amsterdam to Lynn yeah, Shopping. That's yeah. only right. Right. I think two. Maybe I think two and two. Yeah. That's two and four. One in the morning, one in the evening. I think it's one in the morning, one in the evening. Okay. But it has great connections in, in, in Amsterdam. I mean, you can it's basically true. get anywhere. From Amsterdam. <laughs> Not from Amsterdam. <laughs> Not from Amsterdam. <laughs> it's very, very small. Um, but uh, yeah, so our main question today is why we chose Liu, which might be a big question or a pretty small one. Um, does anyone want to start? Yeah, I can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of things that I um, thought before coming to Liu. 
first was definitely the country and also the uh, job opportunities here because I wanted to study in a field of machine learning. I looked for very, very different courses and uh, the course structure is uh, very well here for the machine learning enthusiasts and that was one of the reasons that I chose leave. And Sweden happens to be a country in Europe where you don't struggle a lot with the language. So English works very well here in the field of my study. Mm. So there were reasons and uh, this is one of the prime reasons have to have the good job opportunities and uh, less language barrier. Was it hard to move like all the way from India to here? Yeah, it's uh, it takes a long time because I'm changing the continent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we need to go through a lot for the visa. It takes a long time. And luckily, my visa arrived well ahead of time, which I was not sure of. Uh, it came like 15 days prior to my flight. But I was in a dilemma mood, like, do I need to postpone my flight? And uh, the flight price at the very end maybe even the double the amount that i need to pay so i was a little scared but yeah everything was bang on time so i was here no, not that difficult but yeah it was sounds quite stressful <laughs> it, it is <laughs> but it ends up working out most of the time um i got what did you study for your bachelor's i actually uh, studied a double bachelor double degree i was studying computer science and design oh. um, and then I continued in my design school for uh, a few years and um, didn't find what I w- was looking for there. So I was looking for a, a more service design um, kind of studies, uh, which I didn't find in my old school. So I was looking for a master um, in France, actually, at first <laughs> uh, on service design. But it's service design is quite a new field in design and it's not really developed in France uh, as well as in uh, Scandinavia. Scandinavian's country uh, and so I was looking online and I stumbled upon a post saying <laughs> there is a master design talking about service design uh, also in lean shopping and I read I think every pages uh, I could find on the master watch all the videos and I was like that's where I want to go oh, that's nice <laughs> Yeah, I I had a pretty similar story. Oh, I I didn't mention, but I'm doing the master's in applied ethology and animal biology, which is kind of a, a pretty niche field. And for me, it was kind of it ended up being the same. I just kind of googled like master's animal behavior Europe, uh, I, because I wasn't focused on a specific country. I was just like, I want to be in Europe. You know, I'm European. I get European privileges. So I was like, I just want to do this in Europe. And because it's such a niche field. There weren't that many options. There were two options in England. Um, but I was like, mm, Brexit. Mm, I don't know if I want to go there. <laughs> yeah, very expensive. So th- I was left with two options, which was the Netherlands in Utrecht and Linköping University. And then I was like, Linköping is free. I have to pay in that one. And like Sweden just seems a lot nicer at the moment. So maybe I'll go into Sweden. And I just kind of ended up here. So yeah, it was Pretty strange, but at the same time, I'm really happy that I made that decision. Mm. But I'm I'm really curious to know about your story, Julia, because you came here to do your bachelor's, which yeah. looking back when I finished school, I could never imagine studying abroad and I didn't. I just studied in my country. So what made you want to move away? Oh, several reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I finished my high school back in 2017 um, and... Straight away, it was quite clear to me that I did not want to go into university right away after my after my high school. So, 
since my two older sisters went to do like work and travel in Australia, uh, it was sort of clear that I was like, yeah, I, I want that too. You know, <laughs> Australia sounds like a fun country. Let's go. Who doesn't? Uh, exactly. Um, and before I actually moved to Australia for a year, I also did some internships to figure out like, oh, what am I interested in? What do I, you know, want to study? Um, well, and I went abroad to Australia. I was supposed to go for half a year, but obviously I had to stay longer. <laughs> so it ended up being a full year. Um, and then coming back to Germany, I was a little, well, unsure mm. what to do. Because while in Australia, I was like, okay, I'm going to study this. I, I'm going to become a doctor and it's all going to work out. Obviously, you need a plan B. Um, <laughs> so once I was back, uh, the winter depression hit. Um, and I was just very lost, not knowing what alternatives to look for. But one thing that was very clear to me is that I want to study in English if possible. Because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I spent like my whole time at high school and a whole year in Australia trying to improve my English. I do not want to lose it. Mm. Because if you don't practice it continuously, you will lose some part. Um, and I also thought, I sort of want to live in a very international environment. I don't think it's it's for me to stay in Germany. Mm. I just It just didn't feel right at the moment. Um, and I, I know that you can study for free in the Scandinavian countries. Because actually a classmate of mine, he started studying in Denmark. And I heard loads of good things. Um, so I was like, all right. Let, let's look into uh, the Scandinavian countries because, you know, you know that you can speak English there. Most of the times everyone is going to understand you. They have English programs and all that. Unlucky for me, the um, application deadline was already over. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I was like, okay, damn it. Guess Denmark is out then. Uh, so I thought, okay, well, there are more Scandinavian countries than uh, just Denmark. Um, so I was, uh, starting to think about Sweden, um, because I've been to Sweden only once before I actually moved here. And that was with high school for like a class trip for a week and only in Stockholm. So obviously it doesn't represent whole Sweden. Uh, but I was like, well, Sweden sounds nice. It has a really good <laughs> reputation in like Germany. Like if you talk about Sweden, it's like, oh, you study in Sweden. Wow. Great. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and since I'm a EU citizen, uh, I could apply in the national round, um, which was very convenient. I applied, I got in, I got my notification about a month before my study started. Uh, Panic. I actually not. Oh, I was wow. just like, all right, seems like I'm moving to Sweden. Let's pack. <laughs> she has I, a one-year trip in Australia exactly. before. So. Okay, I, that's, that's fair. You had some I, practice. I was very used to all these kinds of things. So then it was more about like finding accommodation. I think that was the most stressful part. Not because I found it stressful, but it's like family pressure. They're like, it's like two weeks left and you don't have anywhere to stay. How are you going to survive? It's like... It's going to be fine somehow. I mean, come on. It's fine. Yeah, that's 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 quite true. So yeah, very, very long and up and down. And yeah, but to summarize, I think I would say I chose Liu because it is a very international university. Uh, and I chose Liu because the program looked very nice. And I also did look at all the webinars that were available <laughs> and took part in everything I could find to figure out what this is going to be like. 
Uh, and I mean, Lean Shopping is known to be a student city. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to live in Stockholm because I knew finding apartments is very difficult. Um, so I was hoping for, for something better and easier here in Lean Shopping. And yeah, I'm... Very and happy expensive. after three years. <laughs> <Stockholm> <laughs> yes, expensive exactly. Well. I mean, that's that's part of it as well. Yeah, just saving some money on housing, and I mean, this is still a city that has everything you need. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. All right, thank you so much, um, Abhijit. Did you apply for this program directly after you finished your bachelor's, or did you work a little bit like Julia did? Uh, I did my bachelor's. I completed my bachelor's in 2018. And uh, I worked as a software developer back in India for three years. I didn't want to start my master's directly after the bachelor's. I wanted to have some industry exposure, corporate exposure before starting my master's. And definitely not, uh, I thought I already thought of going out uh, to study like um, outside of India. So I thought to get some industry exposure. So yeah, it was a really good experience. I was working with a German company, Siemens, for three years. Oh, three years. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my brother has worked at Siemens happy. before. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a very good experience, and uh, I was already experiencing uh, the German culture back in India, and I also had a good opportunity to learn German. So I was I, like, I am A1 certified, so I can speak a German a bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> I want to hear about that after the podcast. <laughs> I, I can say one sentence. Ishkan sehr gut Hindi English und ein bisschen Deutsch expression. Very impressive. Wow. So, yeah, it was a good experience working at Siemens for three years. And uh, I guess that might help me here as well to find a job. And, yeah, that that's uh, pretty it. And, uh, yeah, the, the program, I was kind of very, very interested with the machine learning. But back in India, I worked with uh, several different technologies. But parallelly, I keep researching and doing on my own. And uh, happy to be here. Very that's good. Not, yeah, that's something you should... Uh, Tell all Swedes that you meet. It's like if you say, oh, I speak a little German, <laughs> they're going to start talking in German to you and they're going to enjoy it. <laughs> really? The Swedes? Yeah. I've met so many Swedes. They were like, that I, hasn't can, happened I can talk to German yet. to you? Oh, that's amazing. I had some uh, French uh, Swedes also say, uh, oh, I've learned French, but like French people speak so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that always happens when, when you're trying to talk someone in like in their native language they're always talking fast so to speak. Sweet. but it's just like it's just their normal speed but obviously when you're learning you're used to hearing like those baby recordings of yeah like this so. is the sentence <laughs> um but obviously you don't speak like that unfortunately So one thing I want to know is what do you think weighed in the most when coming to Sweden? Because obviously it's a combination of a lot of different things. But is there like one specific thing that stood out the most? I mean, for for you, Julia, you mentioned that you really wanted it to be more an international environment and that you spoke Swedish. Yes. Would you say that that's the one that weighed in the most? Yes, but I mean, it's not that difficult to find international like programs or international universities i think that was sort of like the pre uh, prerequisite for this decision yeah. um and actually when i looked at the program it was mostly the program that said like okay this is really interesting i'm really keen on learning about all of this because my bachelor's program is quite broad so i get to learn about a lot of different things um 
So that prepares me for like research life in the end or for a master's uh, when I want to deepen my knowledge into a specific field. Do you think you'll want to stay in Sweden for your master's? Do you know that yet? Yeah, I, w I would love to. Uh, unfortunately, there's no no program or no master's program in neuroscience, which I would mm. like to study. But uh, I might study in Denmark and live in Sweden. Oh. That's how it goes. Go back to the original plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Agat? You, you mentioned that it's a pretty rare program. Yeah, in, uh, in France, we have, I think, um, one master, maybe two, uh, about service design. Uh, it's quite a new field in France. Uh, Scandinavia is in the field of design is as at least 50 years ahead. So it makes a big difference, I, I, I would say. Um, and the program in France was using also mainly techniques and methods that we, I, I already had uh, from my previous uh, studies. And here I was really interested also by the theoretical aspects and doing research also on the subject of service design and also the possibility to maybe find a job in Sweden and discover the work life uh, as a designer in Sweden. Do you think you'd like to stay after you're done with your studies? Definitely. <laughs> My parents wouldn't agree to that. But <laughs> it's always they would, like that. They would like for me to come back, but uh, I think it's it could be like... Um, Even if I come back someday, having some experience in Sweden, um, knowing what's, how a designer lives uh, in a company, how it uh, works and uh, where it's, what's his role and how he can make ch a change, a soci societal change, um, is also like what really drives me and what I want to learn here. So hopefully also <coughs> through work experience afterwards. Nice. What about you, Abhijit? Are you thinking of staying? Definitely, yes. <laughs> uh, that's the only plan that I have right now. So I want to stay here and uh, work here because um, when I went planning for master's, I was looking for the country where I can stay for a long time, mm -hmm. like not just for the studies, but for job opportunities as well. So, But yeah, definitely, Germany can be a second choice in, <laughs> uh, because I have learned the German a bit, but Sweden will definitely be my priority because I have been living here for a couple of months now, but by the time I finish master's, it will be two years. And... Uh, The factor that weighed a lot was the course structure here because you have a machine learning course floating all around, but here uh, it was very specific to the field and very specialized. I didn't want it to do something like uh, a general thing. So yeah, I will definitely stay here for a long time to experience the very, very different weather. And since childhood, we kept studying that sun rises in the east and uh, sets in the west. Now I can say people know I have seen it rising in the north as well. <laughs> <laughs> and sunset in the north again. So, yeah, it's a way altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Rises in the north and sets in the north. Yeah, sad, <clears throat> but, but true. <laughs> yeah, but true. There's actually one thing I can add to the course structure. Uh, I know that it differs from course to course, but for my bachelor's program, we have examinations uh, every half a semester. Mm. So, for example, I know in Germany, it's very common to have like end of the year exams yep. where you have to write down and like, write in the examination everything you have learned in the whole semester or sometimes even the whole year. And here yeah. it's really nice that you have like different courses for half a semester and then you have your examination and you start new courses and you have your examination and that's sort of how it goes. Uh, and I really prefer that because I'm not really great with memorizing things. Mm. Like it's it takes me a lot of time. So having these like exams more often 
but instead like not with such high content is much easier for me yeah yeah I agree with that I I noticed that as well when I first came here that it's kind of divided into periods and you have your courses quite segmented and it's still fresh in your mind yeah like you learn it you write your exam you continue with other courses yeah I would add also in the day-to-day studies um, that, at least in France, uh, we work we worked mostly on projects in design schools, and here uh, it's there is a lot of uh, group work and uh, paper uh, writing and research and discussions with people, which is really bringing things to the table, discussions with people from different countries, different experiences. Yeah. So it's really interesting uh, to get different perspectives. Yeah, on the subjects. Yeah, the Swedes love group work. I would say. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so common. But I mean, at the master level, it's it is really important that you develop like those teamwork skills, because obviously you're never going to be working alone, locked in a closet somewhere. I mean, you're always working in a team yeah. one way or another. There's so, actually yeah. something very unique that we have here at this university. It's called PBL, Problem Based Learning. Um, And I think it's only one or two other universities in whole Sweden who do this. Uh, And it's literally group work uh, where your supervisor gives you a scenario for, they do this with medical students, for example. So you get a case where the patient's symptoms are described, or in my case, I get a picture of carbohydrates, for example. Uh, And then you have a certain time frame with your group to collect questions about this scenario. And thinking about, like, how could I solve this? How could I, uh, I don't know, figure everything out about carbohydrates? Uh, and then you go home, you answer those questions, you research, you read up, you read books. And once you come back to your group, you actually share the knowledge mm. that you have acquired. And this is uh, a very great way to to not only learn about a new subject, but also to learn how to limit yourself. Because obviously you can't know everything about carbohydrates. Like <laughs> that humanity, <is> true. <laughs> humanity doesn't know everything about carbohydrates. So you need to learn where to draw the line, where where you think it's enough. Like that is also like a very important skill that you learn here. I'd never thought about that. Sounds interesting. Yeah. So now I have a difficult question and I'm going to start with you, Agat. What is your favorite thing from studying at Liu? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough question. Um, I, I would say um, international classroom is really uh, a really interesting thing, at least in design, to to come with this old perspectives. But I've already said that. <laughs> so, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> what about you, Abhishek? Uh, it was already mentioned before, but I really like the concept of studying uh, by dividing the semester in periods because I never heard of it before. And uh, focusing on two particular subjects for the entire two months and then you get give the exam and for next two months you study a different thing. So it, it helps you um, focusing on one particular subject at a time rather than studying for continuous six months and then you have exam for all the other subjects. Mm. So I, I love that concept and uh, I'm actually very fan of this uh, study module. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. What about you, Jillian? I would say unlimited opportunities for me. Um, because, well, as a student, you get to experience student life as much as you like. Sweden has a very great student life, especially, uh, well, unfortunately, I have to say, 
uh, for the bachelor students. Like we have so many traditions, you you wouldn't even, you know, grasp parts of it because there's so many traditions <laughs> and so many different parties and banquets that certain people have to organize and um, for example, we throw a thank you party to the people who made the reception period for us. Mm. Uh, and for this specific party, there's certain rules and certain dress codes and all that. So that is definitely really, really fun. But also like opportunities in terms of developing your skills related to your program. Since um, last last year, August, I've worked in a research lab. Um, well, in parallel to my studies, which has just given me so much, like so much experience, uh, especially as a newcomer, as a bachelor student, you don't really <laughs> know much, you don't really have experience, but just this opportunity to work in a research lab and learn different techniques and learn how how your future life might be is really, really great. Um, and that was very, very simple to get to as well. Like I just talked to one of my teachers that I really liked um and that's it can be as simple as that or for example volunteering for the section um the section basically represents the students of certain programs to the student unions and also to the university and just being able to shape student life and also shape your program uh, is really great and really fun and very important as well so basically there's a lot to fill your schedule oh, yes with, if you want to <laughs> if you want to there's loads to do all right. Well, that sounds amazing. So the last question, obviously the most important one is what's your favorite type of fika? Everything that's sweet. <laughs> All of it. Yes. Okay. What about you, Agat? I would answer the same thing. Like <laughs> sweetness is always good. And like now I even drink coffee. I started drinking coffee in Sweden. Oh, wow. so you can offer me a coffee, a tea, Something else. I'm, I'm a tea person. importantly, cake. And cake. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously, always with a cake, a piece of cake. But no favorite cake? Um, I, I kind of like saffron puller uh, right now. Yeah. I think it's really like the saffron test is... Poof. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Coffee has always been my favorite. So, uh, <laughs> I keep drinking coffee and uh, it's a very famous culture here that people drink. So I don't feel like left alone back in here like... Tea is more famous than coffee, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> I am someone different. <laughs> but yeah, I feel the part of the community because most of them drink coffee and I like black coffee a lot. Along with that, I have tried different cakes, but it's very hard for me to remember the names. So for, <laughs> <laughs> so for now, I would say the cinnamon bun or uh, you say, the, yes. uh, along with the coffee. All right. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you for coming and for sharing all your stories. And um, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've listened to Fika with us, with me, Rebecca, and this episode's guests Abhijit, Agat, and Julia. Don't forget to follow Linköping University on Instagram and Facebook, and subscribe to this podcast if you'd like to hear more episodes like this one. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and that you join us for Fika again soon.